Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Of course, this week we had to switch it up a little bit because of Valentine's Day. So today, on a Friday, you're getting listener questions with Mike and Scott. And today we get some questions about someone signing up for their very first Run Disney event. It's going to be a 5K over marathon weekend, so we give some of those tips so that this runner up in Canada can have the best shot at getting registered for that 5k. And if you are looking to sign up for a run Disney race, it's a good refresher to think about the best ideas to make sure that you are ready to sign up for your next run Disney event, because it's a whole ordeal. We, if you've ever signed up for run Disney race, you know that we also kind of talk about the water parks, little one Oh one class there in water park experiences where to kind of set up a home base what temperatures you can expect to enjoy the water parks. What do you do with your phone while you're there? Those kind of uh, questions there. We also talk about that first night on your Disney vacation. What's a great restaurant to kick off your, your vacation? You're not going to be in a park, but where should you celebrate with your family to, to kick off your vacation? We give some ideas there and many other questions on today's show. As always, today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all of your Disney trip planning needs. There's no cost to use our services, absolutely free to you, and you're going to get first-class concierge-level service each and every time. We are the best in the business, I got to tell you that. We are highly rated by our guests, and Disney recognizes us for the amount of uh, guests we serve each and every year as well. So check us out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You guys are basically Club BOGP. You keep us on the air, and thank you so much for that. You can support us as well, just $5 a month, and you'll get our bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. So coming over this weekend, Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,437 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you had a great week and uh, getting ready for a nice weekend here in the States. A lot of folks, three-day weekend. Why couldn't we have a three-day weekend last weekend? We had the Super Bowl and, you know, everybody's a little tired. We had a little OT game there and... People were dragging into work on Monday, but hey, it's worth it. We had a good game to watch, and a lot of folks were happy, I guess, unless you lived in the Bay. And, you know, good game, lots of fun entertainment at halftime and all that good stuff. But now, baseball season around the corner, so that means spring is around the corner. A lot of folks planning great spring break trips to Walt Disney World. Summer will be here for all those summer vacations, summer cruises, and, you know, all that stuff. So good times ahead of us, and today... We're flipping it up because we had Valentine's Day back on Wednesday. Hope you enjoyed that show. I know it was a little bit off the rails because Pam was busy. Ricky had a sick child. So you got, is this romantic with two yahoos here? So uh, we did the best we could. But hopefully you enjoyed it today. Listener questions on a Friday to close out the week. So if you have questions and you're tuned in here live in all the places, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, drop those in the comments. We'll get to those right away. 
But joining me here, it's my brother from another mother, mother, which we went out to eat virtually together on Wednesday's show. Man, we went to T-Rex Cafe, and I'm still wanting to have those St. Louis-style ribs 48 hours later. Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike, how about those nachos, though? Oh, like, those were Like, those were the sleeper for me. But, <laughs> yeah. So you talked about the spring getting here. Like, you can kind of see my window here a little bit. At 6 o'clock local as we're recording, and it's still light. God this bless is America. Like, dude, it's just like... And I've seen the sun like three out of the last four days, which is like unheard of this time of year. So it's like, it's funny because like normally President's Weekend, I'm ready to get out of here because like I'm over winter. We've gone to Walt Disney World several times over President's Weekend. But this year we're staying low because we're going to do the big spring break trip instead. Um, But I'll tell you, like uh, there's hope that, you know, warm weather is coming. We had a couple of nice days last week, too. I think you probably did too, Mike. But um, there's hope when when the sun is staying out longer. Uh, it means spring is coming. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, knock on wood. We've had a pretty mild winter here in the Midwest. I mean, not terrible. Well, th- really, the good news is the really super cold, like below zero weather was when we were up like a marathon <laughs> weekend in Disneyland. <laughs> that was yeah, nice I, had to, I came back to a lot of snow when we are at Disneyland, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so, the time to have it. Like we were, We've been pretty lucky so far. We have been. Real, real quick, so we didn't talk about this on Wednesday's show, kind of recapping, you know, we mentioned the Super Bowl. What was your favorite commercial? We're not going to talk football, but was there a commercial that stuck out for you that you liked the best out of all the... I mean, the, uh, it's the, the one everyone's talking about, the Dunkin' Donuts yeah, one. Yeah, that's pretty, was pretty great. Too. Yeah, that was a good one. I agree. I, agree. I liked that good. one. Yeah, same. Big fan of the halftime show, too. Like, I, I just, like, I loved that halftime show. And, like, and then when, like, Lil John was there, I said to Elizabeth, like, Ludacris better be there, right? Ludacris is going to be there. And Elizabeth was like... It, I don't know, like, is he in jail or anything? Like, no, like, Ludacris, <laughs> Ludacris has his stuff together, man. That guy is like, he's he's smart, man. He's not, he's not in jail. <laughs> like, I don't know, it was like the most random thing. Like, I thought she said, but like, I got so excited when I saw Ludacris come out. Like, that was, uh, that was a super cool halftime show, man. I, I I've been loving what they've been doing the last few years. What was it was totally like my two worlds co- co- uh, uh, colliding, colliding because you know it was like I swore I told Pam I was like. Dude, they're, they're like on the grid. They're in Tron outfits. You know, it was like either Tron or it was the guys from uh, from Dodgeball. Like yeah, the I said, I said that a little bit too. It looks very Tronish. It was Tron. Yeah. And then when they were on roller skates, I was like, dude, is <laughs> Usher on skates? I was like, this is unreal because it was amazing. Because like, okay, so we had like you know you had different kind of skating rinks in St. Louis when I grew up, right? So you had you know like our skating rink, but then you had another skating rink you could go to like one night of the week and it was like a, we called the shuffle skate, right? Where you would do the, the, like the shuffle skating, like where everybody, you know, the disco skating and I, we would go there, you know, like this, it was Monday nights. Dude, and so like they play, you know, the real bassy music, the disco music and you'd slide, it was called sliding. And so you get your quads on, you wouldn't wear your inlines, you'd wear your quads, you wouldn't lace your skates up. And dude, that was the most fun skating. There was a place called Saints. And I was like, oh, dude, they're sliding. And it was just like, I was like, oh, man, my world's it colliding. Cool. Oh, I can't believe, like, yeah. he skated well. I, I mean, that's I know a, that's Usher did skill. good. He was, like, dancing, skating. Alicia, Alicia Keys was out there, too. Like, it was, you had that band out there. At first, I couldn't tell what the band was actually playing, but I think they were actually playing out there. Um, I, I just thought it was well done. I know there's always, like, lots of opinions on commercials and halftime show i mean that's also like that's what the super bowl is more about is for like monday debates at work yeah yeah. but totally. uh but i but i generally enjoy like everything in life and i really loved that it was more it was it was my style and i, I just had a great time watching it same I thought it was fun it was fun you know that's 
the Super Bowl is just, it's a good time to get together with friends and just watch the game. It, it, when yeah. your team's in it, I think you're like hyper-focused on the result. And when you're, you know, and, and I understand like the Lions were a whisker away from being in it. But like, you know, since I didn't have a team, I got to kind of just sit back because I'm not a big Chiefs You might think I'm a big Chiefs fan. I mean, I was glad to see a couple of Mizzou guys win another, you know, Super Bowl. I was glad for them. I was happy for them. But I'm not a big Chiefs fan, like even though I'm a Missouri guy. I was just in it to just watch it and enjoy it. I and mean, we had good food too. I was destroying some wings, but it was just fun. Like you say, just to watch commercials, watch halftime, yeah. just have a good, it was good. It was fun. That's so fun. anyway, today let's get to the questions. If you have questions, drop them in the comments. First one is actually a comment from our good friend, Julie, who always listens over in Scotland. And she says underdog restaurants feedback. Cause we did about that uh, underdog restaurant show last week. She says, Hey Mike, oh, yeah, I was bummed. I missed that episode. That would I sound know. like a fun one. I know, but you're here today. So here we go. Hope yeah. you're having a great week. I just finished listening to Friday's show and had to reach out. It felt like you planned the show just for our family. We have a two week trip this July, staying one week at Caribbean beach and one week in the tower at Coronado Springs. We've never stayed at either. And food is a big part of our trip. So this show has us totally psyched. I know Sebastian's is amazing, but hadn't thought much about Banana Cabana, so we'll definitely check that out. And Siesta's Cantina at Coronado wasn't on my radar at all, but it definitely is now. Walking nachos? Come on. There are so many great dining options at Coronado. We'll, have to, we'll need to have lunch and dinner there for the whole week. This is why I love the show. It makes each trip better. Each day is a Disney school day. Thanks so much for a great show, Julie in Scotland. She says, P.S. Skipper Canteen is number one underdog restaurant. So glad it got a shout out. So there you go. Nice. That was a good comment. I like it. All the way over in Scotland. And yeah, you know, we try to have like on Wednesday show. We try to bring up fun topics and fun ways to just discuss places that maybe is off your radar. Right. We had a discussion for 15 minutes on Wednesday about T-Rex. We honestly, we had not talked about that restaurant probably in ever on this podcast, but I mean, maybe that's a place your nephew or your daughter will enjoy or you. I mean, I'll be honest, honest to God, I'm 50 years old and I am really wanting to go there when we go down for our cruise. I mean, I, it, I want to, I've been in there and it is super cool. Again, it's, it's really loud in there. I mean, it is really loud, mm-hmm. but I mean, is the food going to be good there? Probably not. It's probably like Applebee's food, but I don't care. That's my jam. I, I don't, I'm not going to be sad. It, dude, if there's a brontosaurus over my shoulder, bring it. So that's kind of the goal of the show. All right. We have some other questions here from Howard. Hey, folks. I'm hoping to run the 5K during Marathon Weekend next January. I'm new to run Disney and have some questions. I know registration is April 9th, and I've created a Run Disney account. Number one. What time during the ninth does registration open? Number two, should I expect the race to fill up within minutes or hours after registration opens? And three, any tips? Thanks. Howie is up in Canada. So he's new to this whole thing and wants to take first steps running a 5K. And I say, Howie, welcome to Run Disney. If you're watching the video, we're both clad in our Run Disney gear as we do the podcast right here. And this is where we all started. You know, this was us, you know, a decade and a half ago when we kind of, uh, you know, got into all this. But, you know, you, you're, you're asking the right things because for Marathon Weekend, you have to be prepared and you've already taken the first step. You've created a run Disney account and you're asking questions so that you'll be ready to go on April 9th. So, Scott, give give Howard some good advice here so he is ready and ready to rock when, when the time comes. 
Yeah, so just be prepared. I can't <clears throat> I don't know exactly what time it opens. So say let's just throw out a number and say like 10 o'clock is when registration starts. I would want to like log in and be ready, like around it's gonna like blow your mind a little bit, but this is like how we are trained with the Disney way. Be ready like at 915, maybe like to just kind of log in and just like keep refreshing your screen because sometimes the registration will launch before the actual time that mm -hmm. it's set. So I would just have like maybe your 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 iPad or your phone device and maybe like a couple browsers on, on your computer just up and running. And sometimes like, you know, you can kind of refresh it and then boom, there'll be a link that you said like join the queue, click on that button. And then the key from there is don't refresh because then you're like in a queue. So you're going to be assigned a queue number. And then once it's time to register, it's going to like basically take you to the registration page. Um, but don't refresh once you're in there because then it might like kick you back to the bottom of the line basically so so you know just kind of watch the browsers hopefully you have some free time at work or whatever you're doing where you can focus on that for a little bit like maybe block your calendar off take an early lunch of some sort um or go in late for work however that works just so that you can make sure that you have some time to focus on it and i think mike the good news for for howie here is that the 5k is usually not the first thing that people are after um it's high like, on the list though. I will be it's high on the list. I think like a 10k goes before a 5k though. I think I would so I would say speaking. that the, the the way they go, if I had to pick for marathon weekend, and maybe we could talk about the challenges will go first, like dopey challenge. Um half marathon is the single race that'll go first. So the half marathon will go first, but the 10 and the hat the 10 and the five will go really quick. I mean they go pretty fast too. I mean, I will say a lot of the 5k runners are mostly dopey i think like 70 percent are dopey but uh, then yeah. you got those families it's great for like the, yes. the families to run you know so i mean yeah don't snooze on it by any means but it's not going to be one of the first things to go which is which is good news um but yeah but definitely don't like just because of that don't take your time and you know be prepared be ready follow those tips of having those browsers ready to go but um as long as you're you know you're doing those things you're in there early I can't promise anything because Run Disney is just crazy these days with registrations, but that should set you up for better success um, for getting that registration. And uh, I wish you luck. Yeah, wish you great luck and hope to see you down there. You know, that'd be awesome to see you there at the 5K because I hope to do Dopey one more time. We'll see. Um, I said I wouldn't, but you know how that is. Kind of get bit by the bug again. But again, to set yourself up for success, like Scott said, be in there early. If, it, if the publish time is 10 Eastern, be ready to go at 9.15 you know, because everybody else does. It's the whole, you know, it, it's it's just everybody else does it, so you just have to do it too. Yeah, it's like waiting in line for like concert tickets back it in is. the day. Yeah, like, or like an iPhone. You see one, or you see one person yeah. show up, like, all right, well, I got to get in line now. Exactly, yeah. it's so stressful. But it, but you know, once you get through it and you get your sign, you sign. Take a screenshot. You want you sign up, screenshot the registration, so you have a yeah. like copy that you are registered, and just in case. You know, all that my, kind of stuff. My other comment for Howie, too, is um, if you're on the Facebook social media, seek out the Be Our Guest uh, Lizards. Yes, 100%. Um, Facebook. Joe does a great job of, like, outlining step-by-step -step what to do. There's going to be a friendly advice. There's going to be people sharing links and tips that they do. Or even on the day of, people will say, like, oh, the link is open. Get in now. You know, that kind of helps you get an advantage because you got this big group that's going to help you. Awesome. And then even if people aren't even registering, they'll try to help like, mm -hmm. Hey, like, 
let, let me let me know what I can do to let you know. I'm not registering this year, but I'm happy to help. You know, so it's a great community. So definitely seek out the BR Guest Lizards. We had the Halloween race uh, have registration earlier this week out at Disneyland. So I wonder how that went. I didn't sign up for that one because I mean, again, football season. So. Yeah, and there's no surprise that we record these a little early, so I hope everyone got what they were I did looking too. for. I hope they did too, because Disneyland races are awesome, but I just I couldn't swing I'm going to have to mute the Facebook group that day because um, I'm going to be jealous of those know, <laughs> that same, are registering, same. and then I'll be tempted. I just, I want to be, I want to go so bad to that race, but I just, I you know. know, Mallory's cheering and the and themes are so good. And they and are. They Emily's are. first her first last her last first football game is that weekend so yeah. like I, I i just i can't Same. miss it I, I know kids all right whitney's got a question it says listener question water parks 101 which i thought is great for you because you are a water parks guy hey mike and crew love the podcast my family myself my husband and our six and eight year old kids are headed to walt disney world for spring break march 9th through the 14th that's about when you'll be down there and despite being what we consider to be seasoned Walt Disney World travelers, we've never been to a Walt Disney World water park. We've decided that we would finally like to take the plunge. See what I did there. I like it. Give her a bell there. And visit a water park on this trip. It looks like we'll be going to Blizzard Beach since Typhoon Lagoon is still closed during these dates. I have a few questions about the water park logistics. Number one, it says the water is heated. I'm assuming odds are good it'll be warm enough to visit at least one of the days during our stay. What's your personal ambient temperature cutoff for visiting a water park? She has three questions. That's the first one. And by the way, she's from Memphis, Tennessee. So she's a southerner, semi-southerner, mid-south, I would say. So what what like what's your like what's too cold for you to go to a water park? For for outdoor temperature, because like I, I mean, oh man. Because I mean, it's you got to think about like, okay, it's, it's different. Heated. It's it's different though going to a water park than like going to your resort pool, right? Because like at a water park, you're in and out, like going to slides. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, yeah. you're doing a lot of like in the water and then getting out, standing in line, and you know what I'm saying? Like if you're at your pool, you're say say you're staying at Caribbean Beach or whatever, Coronado. Like you're getting in the water and you're just gonna stay in the water and it's heated, so you're right. good to go. But like say you're Blizzard Beach, you're gonna you know try to do Summit Plummet. You're gonna ride the tubes. You know, like you're gonna be wet and out. That that's different. It's, it's tough because yeah, because like your 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 air temperature, your body is just gonna be cold. Like I wanted to be, I want to be eighty at least when when I'm in a water park because oh man, that's so tough because like I mean because if you're running around, you might warm up a little bit too. But like you make the good point, Mike. If you're standing in a line, you're just standing there. And you got that water just dripping down yeah. you, man. You're gonna get cold. I feel like if it's if it's at a certain temperature. So I like it's got to be eighty or above for me. I feel like yeah, I'd say like seventy five at least. Yeah, because like, I mm -hmm. I'm cold blooded. Yeah, I'd say probably seventy five. It's sunny too. You know what I'm saying? Because like the sun helps a ton in Florida. So that's probably seventy five. Uh, yeah. two. And she's got she's just gonna because I, I thought I read something where Blizzard Beach was reopening here, but she's just missing. I mean, uh, Typhoon Lagoon, it's uh, March 16th is when they change over. So it will be Blizzard Beach will, will be the one water park. Yeah, I knew that. I knew it was right around that date. I just didn't have it pulled up. It's like right at the cutoff. It's, it's <laughs> You almost could have gotten both options, which I mean, like at the front end or the back end, it would have been kind of interesting. It kind of just bugged me, though, that they can't have both of them open at the same time because it used to do that all the time. Like you used to be able to go to both. Like, I mean, I it wasn't impossible. Yeah. And Felicia says she's from Wisconsin in the chat. And she says it's got to be at least 70 plus. 
This is Florida Florida, cold. Florida cold is a real. She is absolutely right. Like I'm from Michigan, man. We say it all the time. Yes, I agree. Florida cold is a weird cold. It is like it. It is that is that is never so true. Florida cold is like at sixty degrees in Michigan. I might be tempted to wear shorts, but Uh, not yes. I hundred percent agree. Yeah, it is like there's something about it. Like when you get cold in Florida, it it it, and it can be a it can be like tricky cold. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number two. How does it work with storing our stuff? Do we claim a lounge chair at the beginning of the day and use that as our home base? Can we leave our stuff on a chair? It seems cumbersome to go back and forth to a locker. So how do you do that? Like, do you, that's, I'll be honest, I'm cheap. Yes, that is what we do at a, at a that, park. That's what we do too. I mean, <laughs> and like, so I've been to like, at Alani, they don't really encourage that, right? Because there's so many people wanting those chairs, so they're very good about like, Hey, if you're not sitting at this chair for an hour, we're going to move your stuff somewhere. Um, I don't think I've really seen that at the Disney water parks. Now I've only been the typhoon, um, which I feel like blizzard beach would be set up the it's same similar, way, but that's yeah. what a lot of people do. They'll, they'll claim a spot, put a couple towels over it. Um, I mean, you just gotta know you're at your own risk with like personal items that might be valuable. Um, but I mean, it's Disney, like, I can't say what all of the other guests are going to do, but I'm going to say with certainty that your your stuff's going to be pretty safe. But well, you never gets, know; there could be that one outlier that something bad could happen. That gets into her last question. She says, "Number three, what do people do with their phones? Obviously, I wouldn't leave that sitting out, but I know I'll want to access it a lot during the day. Do people ever use those waterproof phone pouches that you can get for snorkeling, etc.? Thanks for keeping the Disney magic alive all year long, Whitney, down in Memphis. So." Yeah, I, I do mean, both. Yeah. I, I've done both. So I've left it out. Like, and that's normally when I go to like the pools and stuff at like in the smaller resorts. But um, I have used those pouches and I used it in Alani. It was the first time I ever used it. And I was kind of nervous about it. Like, man, I'm going to put my device in this thing and, and go into the like ocean. a thousand dollar phone, right? I mean, if yeah. it doesn't work once, you're, you're yeah. done. And yeah, then exactly. like, and if I, if I take a photo, it's going to have like, there's going to be water on this thing. So like the photos aren't going to look good. It worked amazingly great, Mike. Like I just had it sitting there. Like I could, I could, you know, check the time or like, you know, like send off a message or whatever. And I could take my most importantly for me was like water photos. Cause I love taking photos like in the, in the pools and the oceans and things like that. And it worked so great. I was so impressed by it. So that's going to be my, the way I go in the future at the water parks. I would definitely encourage the, the pouch. Yeah, Felicia, again, backs it up from Wisconsin here. She says she uses the pouches, works great for her, and I've used it actually at Castaway Key. And you just have it around your neck, and it floats. And yeah. it, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it surprisingly, is, the pictures do surprisingly come out great. But I'll tell you, man, that first time, it is a, it, it's like a leap of faith, man, because you're like, this iPhone cost me, you know, yeah. I keep mine for a while. But, I mean, when you buy it originally, you know, it's and like, like $1,000. Exactly, like... <laughs> I bought, you know, I bought this thing on Amazon for 12 bucks, man. I'm putting this thing as a thousand dollars in a $12 pouch. God help me. And it, you know, you, you, cause I check every seal. I'm like, God, it looks like I got it, but I don't know. I, yeah. I hope mm-hmm. <laughs> dropping it in the ocean. But and, now there might be some things that might, they might not let you do it on. Like some of the slides that yeah, are super fast. That, yeah. Cause that could be a dangerous thing yeah. having that around your neck. So don't recommend taking it on some high speed slides, but it's good to have like throughout the park though, for sure. Good call. All right. Have fun. Cause water parks are a ton of fun and it, it, you know what? They're good for like, and I recommend, I don't know about you, but like for water parks, that's a good day to like combo with like a Disney Springs night, like that night do a boathouse yeah. dinner or something or go bowling at splitsville and have a pizza. 
I think that's a yeah. good kind of combo day. And they wear you out. Oh, like, something about water park. Dude, I mean, obviously, there's no tire out. like a Disney tire. There's no oh. tire like a water park tire, too. Oh, man. You know? They exhaust you. Oh, yeah. They're, they're way more exhausting than a theme park day. But I like no what you're saying about the Disney Springs because one thing water parks do for me too is make me hungry. Yes. So oh, yeah. you're going to want a nice big meal at Disney Springs that night. For yep. Sure. All right. Cindy's got a question here. Hello, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scott. We're heading down in September, staying at Art of Animation. I've been to Disney for over 15 years. And this will be the first visit for my husband and seven year old daughter. My questions are number, it's about itinerary questions, she says. My questions are number one for Hollywood Studios. We plan to rope drop Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. After that, should we plan on hitting Animation Courtyard or head in the direction of Echo Lake and Commissary Lane? Okay, she only has two questions. That's the first one. So go straight to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. After that, should they go to Animation Courtyard or head in the direction of Echo Lake and Commissary Lane? What would you do? I mean, I would go, I would go to Echo Lake and Commissary Lane between those two options when yeah, you agree same. yeah because there's not much going on in animation but i mean because like the disney junior thing isn't happening over there right no remember how they used to have like the disney junior over in animation i don't think that's happening right now well they're going down in september so the, by september will the little mermaid show be back open because they're reopening that but you could probably pick could. that up throughout the day you know what i'm saying that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a the great thing that's the beauty thing. of the shows yeah yeah i would definitely head out towards echo lake and but I mean, honestly, if you're road dropping, I, I would want to go towards Toy Story Land. Yeah, that's what like I'm saying. Toy Story Mania that's what or I would something. Do. Yeah, would Toy Story, Slinky Dog, as soon as you get off Mickey and Minnie's and like hit some of those high target things. Yeah, yeah that's what I would do. I like that a lot. Yep. And for Epcot, we plan to rope drop Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. After that, should we do the rest of World Showcase or head towards UK, Canada and the front of the park? So definitely go towards future world after remy's if you're rope dropping that right yep um yeah as go, long though? as like yeah i would i definitely because world showcase is going to be there all all day i mean i know the front of the park will be too but there's not as much like waiting for like attractions in there you know you kind of explore on your own in world showcase um where i would yeah i'd want to take advantage of being there early in the park and doing some of those attractions in the front so i like the idea of road dropping remy's um because you can save a lot of time going there first thing in the morning. And then I would make my way to the front of the park, like Mike said. Yeah, especially considering you're saying Art of Animation, you Skyliner over, come in the International Gateway, boom, you're right there at Remy's. I would, so I'm trying to give her some more specific advice though. So I would go down past Canada, maybe do Soarin' and Test Track. I mean, yeah, I know those uh, are kind of older things. And then possibly... Trying to think because you're probably going to want to get it depends from, on because like, they have a seven year old, so it depends on their height too, like if they're comfortable doing some of those things too. Um, but I like going to the land because then on the land side there, because you can do Nemo, you can do Imagination, Soren living with the land. I mean, you can like do some good stuff on that side of the park, and that's going to be the kind of direction you're heading already. The seven year old daughter, though, I'm trying to think when are you going to try to get in Frozen Ever After because she's probably going to want to oh, do yeah. that for sure. So maybe sure. later in the day, I don't know. That, yeah, that, because gonna build you're going to have to do a giant loop to get over there because I'm pretty sure Bull Showcase is closed off that side, right? In the, in the morning because it opens later. Yep. But if they do Ratatouille, they have to go through the UK and that's going to be quite the hike to get there. I mean, they can definitely do it, but if I'm making my way up to the front already, I would, I would like to do some attractions on that side of the park. Good point. All right, here's another question. It'd be a great time. And I mean, the beauty thing too, September, I mean, I mean, 
That's true. There's no such thing as an off season anymore at Walt Disney World, but I mean, you're going to have. I mean, the crowd should be a little bit lower there, I would think. So you're going to have an awesome day at Epcot, and you're doing the right thing by getting there first thing in the morning. You could just get a head start on a lot of people there. So Absolutely. excited for your trip. Yep, have fun. Man, so much has changed in 15 years. Holy cow. Husband's first time, oh daughter's first time. You haven't been there 15 years. It's going to be an awesome trip. Yes, it is. Let us, And she's up in Canada. So let us know how it goes and have a great time, Cindy. All right, we got one from Brittany. She says, hello, Mike and Be Our Guest Podcast crew. I have a question for y'all. I like how she thinks, but I don't think this is going to work. Because I read this one when it came in. If Steakhouse 71's breakfast menu ends at 11 a.m. and lunch starts at 11.30, could I make an ADR for around 11 a.m. and we would be able to order stuff off the breakfast and lunch menus? I'm thinking my kids would prefer the breakfast items, and my husband and I are super excited to, to try the stack burger. I know this typically works for character and buffet meals, but I wasn't sure about a place like Steakhouse 71. Thanks for your help, Brittany. Does that work or do they kind of shut down after breakfast before lunch? Do you know? I mean, it's continuous. So I I think, I think the best bet would just be to ask your server that like, Hey, like, you know, you you get seated sometimes, you know, I would, (laughs) this is the sneaky way I am. If it's 11 AM breakfast reservation, like don't check in until like right at 11. Cause like, they're not going to like seat you right at 11, you know? So like, like check in like at 11. I know this is going to kill Mike a little bit, maybe like 1105, maybe a few minutes later. Um, and then they'll get you seated closer to like 1110, 1115. And then like bet you practically lunch at that point. And then like have the kids order theirs, their breakfast and just kind of tell the server like what you're trying to do. And like, I can't make any promises that will work, but like, I feel like I feel pretty good about it. As long as like you get the kids breakfast ordered and be like, my husband and I really want to try this burger. Cause like they're going to be starting making that transition. They're probably already flipping patties back there, you know, That's in true. time. So, but I can't promise, I can't promise yeah. that it's going to work, but I like the chances. Like, just don't try to check in early. Like, I know that's how we all like our mind thinks like, oh man, 11 AM. I got to check in at 10 45. You know, it's, 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 it's tough to like, wait. Right. And I know I can see Mike's face. I know, cause I know I, yeah, be early cause, for everything. Cause you know me, like my philosophy is if you check in on time, you're late. Like I'm always, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're, if you're on time, you're five minutes late. Yeah, I know. But I feel like if you check in closer to 11, they'll see you like 11, 10 ish or something. Like, I think, I think it's going to work out, but I would love to hear how this goes, Brittany. I don't know if she said yeah, when I, trip I, is, I totally like, want to know. She's, she's one of my guests yeah. over at the Magic for Less. So you yeah. got to let us know. Just shoot an email when you get back and let us know if this works. Because I think this could be great for all of us. Yeah. But I think I think it could because you're ordering for them. Like, you're not going to be taking up that, that. That would be my worry if it was like 1030. And then you're just kind of sitting there. You know, the server could be getting another table potentially. Just waiting for you to order another meal. Um, but you're going to be close to ordering at the same time. I feel like, so I, I think, I think it might work out. Yeah. I mean, practicality, it should, right? Because yeah. especially cause it's like a kid's breakfast. I mean, there's probably the kid because kids are probably getting a couple of waffles and you know, mm-hmm. like a couple of pieces of sausage or bacon. You know what I'm saying? That stuff's probably sitting there anyway. Yeah. And they're, like you said, they're probably transitioning to making burgers already. Yeah. I mean, yep. and Kristen mm-hmm. says here in the uh, live chat, she says, although it's a buffet, I've done this at Akershus. Our server let us go up for both the breakfast and lunch buffet. Now that's, that's I, I am the king of that at Crystal buffet. Palace. Yeah. I've done that so yeah, many it's times. Like buffets, <laughs> yeah, buffets. No, yeah, we have done that many times at buffets. At Crystal Palace, especially because Crystal but, Palace has great. Like if you get that transition time at Crystal Palace, oh lord. I I call it the Crystal Palace brunch. I purposely <laughs> order. I are purposely book the last 
breakfast um, so I can have both. Yes, that is. But I think mean. I think you're going to be fine, Brittany. Just just be friendly. Like, I mean, just be friendly, you know, don't be mean about it. like, hey, I got a question about this. And like they're going to want to do whatever they can to accommodate you as long as they can. And I I mean, it just makes sense in my head. They're, they're going to be making the food, you know, yeah. while you're sitting at that table. So why not? It's like it's no different than like ordering a cocktail after your meal, you know, or something like prolonging your meal. Like it's I, I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, seriously. You're not asking for anything. It's really tough. All right, we got a question from Kate up in New York. She says, hey, Mike, thanks for considering my question below. I'll be working remotely while down in the world for spring surprise weekend. I'm going to be switching hotels so I can work from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Old Key West, but I might have to wait until 4 p.m. or later to check into Boardwalk Villas. I've requested an early room, but if I want an early room, it'll be ready at 5 p.m., and if I'm flying in after work, my room is ready at noon. You know how it is. So she's saying, you know, if you need a oh, room yeah. early, it's going to be 5. That's, that's the true Scotty G way right 100%. there. 100%. Yeah. Like when you need it early, it's always going to be the last room that's available that day. Hundred, Got to been there. I like, before you go into this, I think I know where your question is going to be, but I like Kate's style because I I lived at Oakey West and Boardwalk for like two and a half weeks, three weeks over COVID. And I was working in both of those locations during that time. You're made for today's show. Like these questions are like right up your alley. So it's perfect that you're here. Okay. Her question is. Where are some places I can work between 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. when hopefully my room will be available? I do have a car. I work with numbers, so I'll have a laptop, portable monitor, and a portable mouse. So I need some room to spread out. I also get Teams calls throughout the day, so I would have to have to have to be somewhere I could take a call. I'm thinking maybe Bellevue Lounge before they open, but was looking for any other suggestions. Thanks, Kate. What do you think? I worked three mornings slash afternoons at Bellevue Lounge <laughs> before because my wife was working remote too and we would both be on call so it was difficult because we were like I think we we're in a one bedroom actually we might have been a studio at the boardwalk and that's why we did it so that we could kind of like separate so yeah I took I took my calls at the Bellevue you know I just kind of like tucked myself in the corner there it's not that busy during the like the early part of the day so like not that I wanted to give you like a, a unique answer, but you already kind of had that answer out there, Kate. But that's 100% what I would do. I would work at the Bellevue. That's that's my spot. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of a secondary place at Boardwalk. And I, I can't really, because the thing is, I, I was thinking of like the, there's that conservatory kind of DVC place, but that is not the place to take a call because it's so echoey and loud. Like that is, we've yeah. had meetups there for the podcast and it, or, no, that's over at Beach Club. Or is that oh, the you're, you are the, you are thinking beach club. No, you're thinking. No, beach I'm thinking club. that yeah. beach club, like conservatory. Because I've like, seen people that are working there too, but like it's, it's super loud. It's very there. echoey. Kids, over there. yeah, it's just yeah. the acoustics in there are terrible. And Bellevue is going to have some great '30s background music yes. going on. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> that 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 and that's that's awesome. Yes, that's um, the place to work. At. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a. I've never been to it, but I want to say there's a conference center at the boardwalk too. Um, because I feel like oh, I've seen it when is, I'm on the skyline. Yeah. When I'm on no. the skyliner, I see it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the boardwalk villas. There's a, yeah, you can go down to the. There's a, uh, yeah, the where the the yeah the the conference area. So I feel like you can a find like a nice open quiet area in the yes. conference center too. Yeah. Even if there's a conference going on, you can kind of tuck your way in a yes. corner where I think it'll be fine too. So that would be my backup alternative. Yep. Yep. All right. Another question. This one is from Caitlin, and she says. Hey, Mike, love listening to the show. My family, myself, my husband, and our two boys, who were six and two at the time of the trip, are going to be arriving to Pop Century at the end of September. I'm a major planner, and I'm starting to think about where we should eat dinner on our arrival night. 
that'll be a good start to our vacation. On our 2021 trip, we did Whispering Canyon on our first night, which we enjoyed, but we're trying to mix it up. Was thinking Ohana, something off the Skyliner, or at Disney Springs would be fun. We are... We are going to have the dining plan. Please help with suggestions for our first night's dinner. Thanks, Caitlin. So they okay, Mike, we've had two Caitlins and a Kate. I know, tonight. dude. This, this, this is yeah, What's up? And they're all different from different places in the country or the world. It's amazing. <laughs> they're all from all over. But they, okay, so they, and I love this idea. And I don't know, it, I, I don't think about this as much anymore, but I used to do exactly what Caitlin does. We always had to have something wild and crazy for the first night we were there. Like, it wasn't. Like, even if we we're in a park, it had to be a character meal or something. The first night was always a big deal for dinner. So yeah. what would you, so they're. You're thinking T-Rex, aren't you, Mike? Did you T-Rex? Totally. There were six and two though, right? And they're boys. Yeah. I mean, dude, T-Rex, yeah. dude, get the nachos. No, I, I don't, don't want, I don't want to scare the two-year-old too much though with, with a dinosaur, but I'm, I, it could be fun. It could be a fun first night. Um, so, all right, so they've done whispering right, right in the last yep. trip. I'm thinking maybe Ohana, that wouldn't be bad. I, I kinda, I'm I'm on Ohana now. Like I used to be like kind of down on it, but the, like a couple of years ago, it was actually last year for Princess, we went there and it was really good. Um, but again, I mean, I mean, because it's fun. That, yeah, you got the uku, the ukulele player going around. You know, you, you, you actually see. No, I, I love it. You go to you go to uh, you you go to Lonnie. Now you call it the ukulele because I started home. saying it right. Yeah, I, I quit corrected myself. Like, I love it because dude's been to Lonnie now, so he calls it the ukulele. Before he yeah. went, it was the ukulele. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm embracing that culture. I, I love you. I love dude, the that's why you're, that's why you're my best friend, man. That's yeah. I love it. <laughs> um. So I'm trying. What's a cool? I'm trying to think of a fun like resort place that they can go to. Like I, I, I always have a hoot at Beaches and Cream for whatever reason. Because you see people same. getting like the, the the, the kitchen sink. sink yeah. I think is fun. Like the atmosphere, like the jukebox and everything. It's a hard one to get, but I like going there um, as a as a first first meal of the trip. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like something besides. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is Sam popped around the Skyliner? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would do Ohio. Maybe a because... 1900 Park Fair because that's coming back. Yes, absolutely. Now, what did you think about the characters are going to have there? By the way, because we're getting so we're getting just if people haven't heard it opens early April, I think April 10th. Um, we're, so we're getting it's a wild mix. <laughs> we're getting Aladdin, um, Maribel. Who else are we getting? We're getting Was Tiana part of that? Tiana, too, yes, we're getting Tiana. It is a wild like mix. Of it's characters. not the. It's not Mary Poppins. It's interesting because I like the Mary Poppins, Mad Hatter, the, the, the Step Sisters. I mean, because that would have been my answer. Because that was that was always a wild and fun time. Yeah, you know, because like, you'd have like the evil stepmother yelling at people, Mad Hatter going crazy. Like it was, I don't know. Mad Hatter might have been at breakfast though, because they like kind of switched too. Like they, they had did, they did, they for did breakfast and dinner. But this is like but, um, a mismatch. Like a, <laughs> it's wild. Like I was like, hmm, like yeah. are, are they all going to be there together? But know. it could be fun because I like the idea of like a, a character meal, like you were saying. But I'm trying to think, what's that resort? Because they might not be going to a park. Um, and that might be like the only one for for dinner time, really. You know? Yeah, I'm trying. Because yeah. most of them are like breakfasts. Like Ohana has the breakfast one. Yeah, I would um, go with Ohana because the thing is, that first night you want to 
if you're not going to a park, like it's exciting to be close to a park or like to ride, to ride a monorail. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to, I want to like do a boat, a monorail. They're going to be on a Skyliner. Like I want to have transportation. I want to see a park. I want to be close. Chef Mickey's. Beth yeah. Beth, Beth has it right. I gave her a thumbs yeah, up. I was like, how did that pop like... in? I forgot you can control it. I'm like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> Chef Mickey's would be fantastic. Yes. I don't know how I didn't think about Chef That's Mickey's. Thank you, Beth. Um, yeah, because you get the fab characters, you know, and like you're yeah. at the contemporary. So I know we just like gave Caitlin like 5,000 options. So let's narrow it down to three, Mike. The T-Rex, I think, yes. Chef Mickey's, and maybe Ohana. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Those are three. All right, let's do one more question. And then we'll turn everybody loose for the weekend. What was the name we had a bunch of? Caitlin, Caitlin and Kate's. Okay, this is Kristen. Okay. I'm not <laughs> kidding. A- I'm just going down as I came in. Kristen's it's got that k- sound still. Yeah, she's, she's from Savannah, Georgia. She says, hey, everyone, I've been listening to y'all for the past two years and enjoy the podcast so much. Our family of four is headed back to Disney in May, and we're thinking about doing things a little bit differently this year. Normally, we are a rope drop to close family. However, our seven-year-old is almost five feet tall and no longer fits in a stroller. He's bound to get tired walking, so we thought about taking midday breaks at the resort. I would love some tips on making this work so we're still maximizing our park time. We'll have our car, and we're staying at Coronado. Any tips would be appreciated. Thank you, Kristen. Okay, I'm the master of this. Now, here, I'll tell you what the number one, I'll give the number one tip for this. And this is the, this is the pitfall. This is the pitfall that I've, you, you will get nailed by, especially at the Magic Kingdom. And it's the, it's the but one more thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, pitfall of taking a midday break. So you'll say we're going to be out of here by 11. Okay. And that's like your rule when you go in, right? Cause you're having a good old time. You're the thing is, if you're going to take a midday break, you want a rope drop. You want a rope drop because you're going to take a midday break. So you're taking a chunk out of the day in the middle. So you're going to, you're going to take a nap. You're going to have pool time. You're going to have chill time in the middle of the day. So you do want a rope drop and maximize the time early. And you'll get so much done in those three, four hours early. So you do get a lot done. But the thing is, at 11 o'clock or 1130, you you might say, but let's just do one more ride. Or let's just see one more show. And what happens is, if you do that, or like you might say, let's just stay and see the parade. If you do that, you get so far behind that it pushes everything else in the day. Like all of a sudden... You're getting back to your resort instead of getting back to your resort. Cause remember you got to, if you're at the magic kingdom, you got to take a ferry or you got to take, you know, a boat to get to your car. Everything takes a long time to get back to your hotel. You're not, you know, you're Walt Disney world, but it's not magic to be back to Coronado. You're going to have to wait for a bus, you know, whatever transportation. So you got to stick to that. We're going to leave at 11, 1130, whatever decide, time you decide, you got to stick to it. If you do the one more thing, it might cost you an hour and then the whole rest of the day is pushed back. And so it's going to cost you later in the day. That's the one, because I've been nailed by that so many times. And I know you're like, oh, we got to bounce out. You got to stick to the time you're going to bounce. Because then you you still stay on schedule and you can get back to the park at, you know, four or five for your dinner and have the full evening. Because I like the evenings in the parks. I still like my break too. And I, I don't want to be in the park when it's super hot at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I want to be taking my nap then. So that's my tip. Like, don't fall into the one more thing, you know, thing. So what do you say? 
No, I like that. You, you have to commit to a time and a plan. I mean, that's always hard to do when you're out having fun, right? And then you, the one more thing <laughs> happens all the time. Um, but she also talked about like maximizing like their part time and things like that. So it's costly, you know, and I don't know what the budget is like, but you could also consider Genie Plus as well. So that when you take that break, you can throughout the day, you can start making, you know, reservations for later in the night for whatever park you're going to go back to. So you rope drop, you do standby in the morning, try to get as much done as you can in those first two or three hours before your break. And then when you go back to the park, you have some fast passes already set or I'm so old school, man. I still call them fast yeah, passes, but, but you're lightning stacked, lanes yeah. or whatever they're called in these days um, set up for later that night. So that can help you maximize your time too. But again, it's going to cost you. You got to pay for that service, but there could be some big benefits there being able to rest and save your place in line. And a lot of those attractions. No, that is huge because it's like money in the bank, right? I mean, you're, you're paying for it, but you're stacking those experiences for later in the day while you're at the pool you know, your son's napping, you're chilling out, getting some AC when they're heading in May, you know, it could be 90 mm-hmm. degrees outside. You're chilling it. I don't know. You know, you're back. Yeah. But, but you're at Coronado. You got the, I mean, you might find that seven year old doesn't even want to leave the dick side or those quiet pools because like, I love the, God, Coronado. I free. love being at Coronado. Man. Same. So and that pool, like, yeah, you know, the kids might be wanting to fly down the Jaguar it, slide all day. It's, it's funny. I'll go to the Coronado pool. I'm actually staying over spring break and you know what time it is just by looking at the pool, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, you get in there like, and, and we talked about that question with the phone. Like maybe I, I don't have my phone or watch on, but I can always ju- judge time because it's around like when the pool starts emptying it out, you know, it's like five o'clock yep. dinner time. <laughs> because like, and our parents start coming around, come on, Jimmy, it's yep. dinner time yep. or whatever. And like a kid like yells back, like, but I don't want to go. I want to go down the Jaguar slide yep. 15 more times. Like it's, it's actually like one of my favorite things that people watch is when it's like that transition for dinner time, seeing parents trying to like pull their kids out of the pool, man, it cracks me up. No, oh, hey, Kristen's out here in the live chat. She's on Facebook, so there you go. That oh, was from, that hey, was from the inbox. So there, it took a, took a few days to get to it here in the inbox, but we got to it. So yeah, have a good time. That's yeah, it just you know, and, and the, the the midday breaks are totally worth it. Like because you get recharged that evening once you've had a little bit of a break. You're out of the sun. You you know just get out of the park and maybe if you have a park hopper, go to a different park. Even if you don't have a park hopper. Just get to kind of have a, you know, refresh on the day, you know, go to the second side of the park or try something different. I'm, I'm a huge advocate because, I mean, I do that at home every day. I mean, I get up at 430 in the morning every day, so I take myself a midday break back home every day. <laughs> but here's going back to that pool comment. I'm not saying this would happen with your family, but I mean, it's tough when you have like Genie Plus reservations or dinner reservations. But like sometimes like it just leave them in the pool like a little bit extra. They're having fun, you know, mm-hmm. like. If that's what they're enjoying, like, let them do that sometimes. I'm not saying that's going to happen to Kristen, but I've seen it happen before while I'm at the pool. And, like, as long as you're not tied to a reservation, like, let's just let them them swim for, like, another half hour. If that's, like, the highlight of the the trip, you know, that's what it's all about to me. 100%. Yeah, because, yeah, (laughs) why fight it? Like, they're having a blast, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But you see it, right? Like, we got to go to the Magic Kingdom. No. I, I've, I've seen kids, like, pulled out of that pool. <laughs> no, we're going to go to the, the Magic Kingdom. Especially. Exactly. No, you're going to go have fun. No, but I'm having fun. Yeah, exactly. I know. So oh, crazy. man. That's, it, you feel for it. But, like, if you got a Cinderella's Royal Table book, like, you get out of that pool, like, you've, already, I, you've already prepaid I, for that. Like said, that's what I was going to say. I prepaid for that sucker. <laughs> we are going to go. 
You're going to go eat your $60 nugs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, should we go celebrate President's Weekend we now? We should. I'm not off on Monday. You off? You are probably Oh, off. yeah, I'm off. You yeah. sucker. <laughs> I need to work with you. Anyway, all right. We are going to jump out of here and wish you a great weekend. Have some fun out there. Don't forget today's show and all shows brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'll be there on Monday helping you plan great Disney vacations all weekend as well. All the details over at themagicforless.com. No cost to you. That's the great uh, advantage. It doesn't cost you anything to use our services and first-class service each and every time. Again, check it out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That really does help support everything we do throughout the year. Be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon. And you can support us on Patreon starting at just $5 per month. That really does support everything we do. And you'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give this guy a follow on social media. He's awesome. At Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. I'm at be our guest Mike. Instagram, Twitter, slash X and threads. And of course, we'll have the live call-in show this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, all the places. Give us a call, and we'll talk Disney and take your call. So that'd be a lot of fun as well. So we will be back together again on Monday. We'll have the replay from this past Thursday night. We did a live call-in show, so if you missed that, we'll, uh, we'll have that on the feed. So it's a little bit different this week. It's going to be wild. I mean, it's just it's different. It's what it is. So... We love having you here as a listener, and uh, we hope you always enjoy the show. So if you have a question, you can always email that to the show at mike at beourguestpodcast.com. All right. Have a great weekend. Whatever you do, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at beourguestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.